it's been a whole century. No, wait, that's a hundred years. I'm yeah. I'm a dumbass. A decade. <laughs> a decade in ten weeks. We would be what fifth graders if each episode What's, counted as a year. I don't want to toot our horns, but we. This is about as consistent as we've been with anything for a while. Yeah, for me at least. Well, I was looking back at some of the old, you know, bluegrass MMA podcasts and things like that, and um, I think we made it to thirty-three episodes or something of the the traditional podcast, and you did two hundred plus episodes of the mm-hmm. radio show. So yeah, it's been been a while. We're working on getting my studio set up in the basement. It's clean. Me, the deep freeze, and all the furniture that I didn't want. <laughs> That's where all the leftover furniture goes, right in the basement. Mm-hmm. You don't have a basement, do you? We have like a cellar, which is actually perfect. Um, I brewed some beer, and it's perfect for fermenting the beer. It stays like 68 degrees down there. We'll talk a little bit about the brewing that i did last weekend on uh, a little bit later in the show is your is your beer your own beer this week no no but maybe in a if it if it lasts maybe uh maybe in a couple weeks i'll i'll break some out on the show i am gonna i brewed a kolsch well i guess we can talk about it now i brewed a kolsch Mm -hmm. uh, and i'm gonna take it up to the lake here in a couple weeks it's a perfect like summer light beer. Like if you're going to be drinking all day, which I will be at the beach, it's um, what you do. Yeah. And that's what you do at the beach. If I hate the outdoors, but um, (laughs) I would need to be drinking if I was at the beach. Yeah. To the lake. There is not really, I guess there is like a beach there, but it's, well, we have a lake and it has beaches. So yeah. I guess in that term, yes. But I'm sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, you. no, there. I mean, they. We just basically jump off of a dock and go swimming. It's up at Indian Lake, so it's pretty trashy, but it's fun. Real quick before we talk about the beer that you're brewing, yeah. Truth or dare? Have you ever been skinny dipping? No, I'm actually I had to think about that. No, I have not. I have not either. <laughs> I haven't ever had a. Good... I thought for sure I paid you that you would have. I thought you, you paid me as a, a skinny dipper. As a skinny dipper. No, at least not yet. <laughs> the, TBD. The days, the days still young. I know. Um, so tell me about brewing a Kolsch that fits perfectly in your cellar for the uh, fermentation. I I have first of all I don't remember chemistry and I assume that's what this is. <laughs> yeah. It's art and science mixed together. Mm-hmm. I'm still, I've been brewing for a little over a year. I use um, the brewing supply store that I go to has like extract kits, which is kind of like, it's a great Starters. place to start because it's not only the, it's, you know, it's, it's a lot harder to mess up, but it's also um, the time. Like it takes me to actually the actual brewing process, probably two to two and a half hours. Whereas if you're doing, you know, what's called all grain brewing, you're four or five hours. Um, so it's a, a time commitment, but, um, yeah, so it's, uh, it, basically you get your, you know, I, I like, I use a Turkey fryer, do it outside. You can do it on your stove, but get your pot, get you some water, uh, mash your grains. This one had, um, just some basic like German 
grains. Um, nothing too crazy since it's a light beer. Um, those steep for about 30 minutes like you're making a tea. And then you start your boil. Um, so you put in your malt, which uh, this was a Pilsner and uh, a little bit of wheat malt. And then you throw in your hops. This had Hallertau hops, which is the classic German hop. Boil that for 60 minutes. Uh, cool it down. You got to get it down to um, about 100 degrees. Um, and then put your uh, put your yeast in there. Uh, well, first you fill it up to, to five. I usually brew about three gallons. You fill it up to five gallons, which helps with the cooling off process. And then you throw your yeast in. Um, and then I, this has been fermenting. It's now Thursday, so it's been fermenting for four days. So I'm actually going to do what's called um, cold crashing for a couple of days. So um, lower the temperature down to about 45 degrees. I'm going to throw it in the fridge um, for about two days to help with clarity. And it helps some of the yeast drop out of, out of suspension. So you're, you're not, you don't have a bunch of yeast in your beer and things like that. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for this one. I, I think this is like the fifth or sixth beer that I brewed. So they've, they've gotten better and better each one. So when's your tap room open? I don't know. TBD. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know that I've ever had a home brewed beer, but I'd be interested to try yours. What are you going to name this one? one? This one is, I think it's going to be called Lake Vibes. Since it's being brewed specifically for the lake. So I usually try to um, find something that, uh, like both my dogs have had a beer named after them so far. Um, The street that I live on, uh, one of my favorite songs. So I try to find things that are, have some sort of personal meaning. I know. I I heard that that party in the USA brew that you had was good. (laughs) That would be an awesome, what would have to be in that? Like some apple pie, hot dogs. Uh, yeah, something. That, yeah. Uh, it's, I don't know. I well, would try. I don't, one of my favorite episodes of The Simpsons is the Prohibition episode. Are you familiar? Yes. So Homer, uh, they start by delivering beer during Prohibition. It's during the uh, St. Patrick's Day. Bart gets drunk. If you're, I'm a huge Simpsons fan, by the way. So if this goes, if this misses the mark, I'm sorry, but this is part of one of my passions. Bart gets drunk. They, uh, the city's in an uproar about alcohol. They bring in Rex Banner to uh, enforce the prohibition. Well, Homer was sneaking bowling balls of beer into Moe's. That was operating as a pet shop, a little speakeasy. But then he starts brewing. He's got a whole bathtub operation of gin and bourbon and all this other stuff. So when I think of home-brewed stuff, I think of the beer baron. Homer Simpson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my, one of my favorite quotes. I use it all the time when I leave a room. If I don't come back, avenge my death. <laughs> I was like uh, the beers on like those adult cartoons so homer drinks what duff beer duff um, duff man family guy peter drinks paul tucket ale i like that they drink local beer they drink craft beer local beers yeah there is at universal studios they do offer duff beer but it's it's from like a local florida brewery but 
Oh, I didn't know that. I've seen yeah. like um, Duff, like it was like an energy drink, but it was a can that looked like Duff. I'm like, I don't want this. I have a can of Duff that actually has boxer shorts in it. <laughs> nice. Before I forget, Go ahead. before I forget, since we talked about home brewing, some of you I know are probably here for a special code. If you go to our Instagram page, Instagram uh, Beers Beards Podcast, we have a giveaway for a twenty-five dollar Tavor gift card. Uh, get you some free beer, and uh, for an extra entry, you can message direct message us the code Kolsch. Don't put it in the comments. Message us Kolsch K O L S C H, and yes, it does have to be spelled right to get your extra entry into that $25 gift card giveaway. Just Google it before you type it in. Yeah, you or do that. Speaking of, of giveaways. <laughs> yeah. A couple weeks ago now, David sends me a message. They're raffling off this amazing, and I should have pulled it up, but I don't, you'll have to tell me what it is. Yeah, I'll tell but you. But it's uh, this Pappy, uh, the mainstay was some Pappy Van Winkle 12 year old, I believe. Yes. $25 to a great cause, the Big Brothers and Sisters of Cincinnati, which David, I didn't know was a big brother. Uh, so I just outed him for that. <laughs> uh, so I, like, David sends it to me. I reply with my receipt within two minutes. I'm in. Feeling lucky. Only like 700 tickets, whatever. So one in 700, yeah. surely I got a good chance. David, two, how many tickets did you buy? I bought one. They actually did two different drawings. One was the the Pappy. It was called Pappy Van Awesome, and the other one was called Long Awaited Big Date Night. So, yes, I had no interest in a date night. Um, so I'm right. pumped. So what was it? Monday, get a message. David wins the <laughs> raffle. First of all, if you go back to episode, is it seven? We're together. Yes, or eight. It's episode uh, seven. Yeah. You can hear how David won a raffle to buy some Pappy. Now he gets a whole package free. So tell us what you've won there, you lucky SOB. So the package is called Pappy Van Awesome, value $1,735. And the tickets were $25. So he's got all this for $25. Well, $50, technically. Yeah, but but that was for the other one, too. (laughs) So, bottle of Pappy Van Winkle Special Reserve 12-year-old Lot B, which is $700 value. I've seen it a lot higher than that. Mm-hmm. Um, special New Rift Single Barrel Bourbon, honoring Big Brothers Big Sisters of Greater Cincinnati, which is awesome. Uh, Blanton's Barrel Stave and Bottle Stopper Display, which I didn't exactly know what this was, but it's really cool. I'll have to put a, a picture of it on the... Uh, on your social medias, but do you know the story behind that? Did you look that up? So I know, you know, I, it, I know it's just a bunch of bottle, bottle stoppers, but I don't know the full story. Yeah. So if each bottle has a bottle stopper of a different horse, they're numbered. I think is it one through seven? Yeah, uh, I didn't even see that. I didn't even notice that. I'll have to look at it. I think there's seven, and so like one of the cool things to do is to collect all the bottle toppers and forever Blanton's is bottled at Buffalo trace. If you collected all seven, you could send them to, to Buffalo trace and they would put it on a stay for you. And it's an actual horse race. They're horses. Oh, um, okay. 
so that when you get the stave, it's going to look like a horse race, which is, it's awesome. And I do, I think they discontinued doing that. Um, one Blanton's is rare, at least in Kentucky to get, um, but it's just something that, that went away. But for a long time, they would do it, put it on the stave for you. Yeah. Then, well, that, that, so that makes that even cooler. Um, but then I want a bunch of gift cards too. So including, uh, um, Steakhouse, uh, one, you know, Church Hills Fine Teas, the Eagle OTR, Aziana Thai and Sushi, which I know uh, my wife Angie is excited about. Um, I'm also a huge coffee per- coffee nerd, so Deeper Roots Coffee, fifty dollars to there, and they have a Los Santaville coffee, so I'm probably going to spend most of that in uh, in getting the beans and gonna fresh fresh brew it myself. But but yeah, so the the big you know headliner of this is uh, of course the bourbon so i'm excited about both of these so first of all the and i'm gonna it just grab chaps my ass. did you already got them yeah sorry uh, i walked away from the mic there for a second but, but yeah i went and picked it up already... went and picked it up today oh, half of the yeah. half of the uh pappy's already gone if you don't know about mine and david's relationship <laughs> it started with me hating him and it, it's it's probably going to end not, that way too. It's not far. It's not far from there now, just because <laughs> of, of pure jealousy. Yeah. So, uh, and the funny thing is, so I don't, and I kind of looked a little bit into the the twelve year old. So this, so the poppy has what 10, 12, 15, 23. 23 and twenty eighteen and twenty three yeah. or something like that. So yeah. this there's is that the rare twenty five year old bottle that you guys yeah. can still purchase for us. Our birthdays are in October. <laughs> Twenty five thousand. So I think we're just going to move our way up the uh, up the food chain. So we'll have to try this on one of the episodes here coming up. This is a twelve year old Lot B, uh, Pappy, and I'm I'm pretty excited about that one. Also excited about uh, the new riff, and this one is super interesting. So new riff, which is in northern Kentucky, it's in um, it, it, I I almost wanted to say Newport. I guess it is in Newport. Um, so they are Northern Kentucky distillery. Um, so they have a single barrel program where you can go there and get your own barrel. Um, and they'll, you know, age it for four years. So this has the exact date that it was distilled on and the exact date that it was bottled on. So barrel distilled on one, four, 2016 and bottled on three, three of 2020, especially for big brothers, big sisters, Greater Cincinnati thanks the Hatton Foundation for funding the 2020 Big Bourbon Reveal. This has the specific barrel number that this is from. That's awesome. And it's a beautiful, absolutely beautiful bottle. If you look up what, um, I think New Riff has some of the cooler bottles out there. Um, but it's a it's a stronger bourbon. It is 113.4 proof, which is 56 point. Seven percent, and the funny thing about it is that looks almost like it's handwritten on the bottle. So they didn't even know uh, exactly what um, what the what the bottle was until they until they bottled oh, it. Oh so. yeah, I've never seen a bottle of this, but it, I do like how that's bottled. It's yeah. kind of like contemporary at the top, and then at the bottom, it it's very much your classic bourbon. Uh, got that yeah like label the yeah. color of the uh bottled co- you can see the color yep so and it's got wow. the big so state jealous. of kentucky on there it's gonna be awesome yeah. and 
we, you know, we, and we talked about, um, you, you mentioned Blanton's and I think, I think we're set maybe, uh, in a couple of weeks, we are going to do our first live show live on, on scene, um, at a, a, it's actually a brewery in Northern Kentucky that has some bourbon and they have Blanton's. So maybe we'll have to get you some Blanton's. That's right. Uh, my wife has said that she definitely has to come to this, so. You have to bring, so bring your we'll bring wife. the yeah we'll bring the wives and then uh, I know Juan is going to come so they can all have girl talk. Yeah, that's awesome <laughs> though. That it's a uh, the raffle went to a good cause and I couldn't think of a I can only think of one better person to win. That's you. This and that would be me. <laughs> I do want to say too. Um, thank you to Jay at uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters. Uh, he's just an awesome person and also thank you to big brothers big sisters for holding this this was like i think they raised like thirty thousand dollars and in the um they've had to cancel a couple of their fundraisers um this year because of all the crazy stuff going on so they've had to get a little creative and this was i think a perfect raffle you know obviously it's even if i didn't win i would be super ecstatic just for for them doing it i've been a big brother for about a year and a half um, I do know that they, that there's a, a call out there for, if you know anybody that wants to be a big brother or big sister, um, definitely, I would say, uh, not, there, you know, there's no better time than now, um, to go out and be a big brother, big sister. I, you know, and I, I'm always honest when people ask me, um, it was a little bit of a, I don't, I don't want to say rough start with, with my little brother, but, um, you know. I'm glad that I stuck with it and, you know, through the year and a half. And now that we, we have a a forged kind of a special connection um, that I hope lasts for a long time. So uh, cheers to a a great cause and a a great organization. And um, a lot of people don't know this, but big brothers, big sisters actually started in Cincinnati a little over a hundred years ago. So um, even cooler to see uh, that, that it's continuing and continue to go strong too. So um, just a shout out to Jay and, and, uh, Kathy and everybody there at, at big brothers, uh, in Cincinnati. There's not too many people in this world that I admire and definitely not many people younger than me, but David McKinney's always since, since I've stopped hating, uh, <laughs> which was a week know, ago, which, which was <laughs> 10 minutes ago before we started this. Uh, but yeah, that's awesome, man. Wow. So he won the bourbon. So this week, a little infographic popped up, a little picture on Facebook, and we snagged it and we put it up on our face. Do we put it on Instagram? Yes. Or just Facebook? Instagram. So go, to, go to Instagram and Facebook, and it's a list of 15 bourbons, and you can only pick three. Now, some of these were easy for me to eliminate off the top. Some. Uh, Let's quickly. I don't know yeah. I've ever you want to go through? Just quickly. Yeah. Um, so, number one, Woodford Reserve. Two, Blanton's. Three, Four Roses. I believe that's the single barrel. I can't tell. Yeah. Uh, usually, if you're going to, usually, if it's a good Four Roses, it's a single barrel. Elijah Craig, which I will be tasting here momentarily. Small batch. Five is Weller's. Six is Bullet. Seven is Jim Beam. And Jim Beam in this picture, it looks like piss. I don't know why. It doesn't look like any of the other bourbons. Or maybe orange juice. <laughs> but probably piss. Yeah. It's like a definitely a lighter color. It's probably just the image that they had was different. Or maybe it's a super distilled Jim Beam. 
number eight is Buffalo Trace, the their trademark Buffalo Trace bourbon. Nine, Old Forester. Ten, Knob Creek. Eleven, Wild Turkey 101. I saw a lot of people on the original post that picked 11, the Wild Turkey. Twelve is the, uh, I, I, I can't really read. Is that the Pappy 12-year-old? Or is that I think the, it's no, that's the 23, I think. Okay. Uh, 13 is 1792, 14 is early times, and 15 is Maker's Mark. Now, of this list, David, yeah. how many have you tried? Uh, I think I, I need a double count, but I think f- full four. So I've had Jim Beam, Woodford Reserve, Maker's Mark, Pappy. Oh, no, I've had Bullet, so five. Five out of 15. I, I haven't had that Pappy, though. The four out of 15. <laughs> yeah, so Pappy. I've not had that Pappy, and I've not had Old Forester or Early Times, but I have had everything else on this list. And you came so, up with your list, right? My list, and I don't just... It, it has to... The, my first draft pick would have to be the Pappy. Have to be number 12. Yeah. Just just I'm not even saying it'd be my favorite, although it probably is the best tasting bourbon by default, just the of the of how it is. Weeded bourbon. Um so I feel like you could interchange twelve and five. You know what I mean? Because Weller's yeah, is the same recipe. So I'm going twelve. My my go to bourbon of all times is number fifteen, Maker's Mark. So that would be my every day. And I think I I think I might have to, since I picked Pappy, I'm going to mark out Wellers and I'm going to end up with uh, Blanton's number two. Yeah. So and as a, look at the picture, yeah. you can see the stopper with the horse and that's what David's getting the horse race. Yes. Which, which number is that? I can't see. <laughs> Too small. I, I said, based on um, the person that I, I imagine myself being, I said, we actually had two of the same. 12 and 15, I would pick the Pappy and the Maker's Mark. Um, I've actually got some Maker's Mark you know, down in my bar right now. And I kind of went off the board and said Buffalo Trace. Um, mm-hmm. You just can't go I know, wrong with it. I know I it's a little, it. a little different. So we had a, we, we put a call out for um, people to, to give us their opinions. Uh, and we had a, a few respondents. So um, I just want to read a couple of them. Brandon Campbell said, uh, Eight, four, and thirteen, which would be uh, Buffalo Trace, Elijah Craig, and seventeen ninety two. Ooh, I'm trying Elijah Craig today, so Brandon, we'll get you <laughs> live pop on what I think. Tasting. Of it. Uh, Go Beer Cats said three, five, and eight, which is Four Roses, Wellers, and Buffalo Trace. So Buffalo Trace, a, a popular pick. Yeah, those were the Instagram comments. Um, Rachel Adams on Facebook says one, eight, and 15, which is Wolford Reserve, Buffalo Trace. She says eight, especially for the bourbon cream. Now, I don't know if she just means that brand because they, Buffalo Trace produces a bourbon cream, which is like a Bailey's or, you know, one of those. Um, yeah. But I, I've never heard of like real Buffalo Trace being used in a cream and 15 Maker's Mark. So, Buffalo Trace hidden, and it's like their standard bourbon, right? It's like the yeah. So maybe we got to do some Buffalo Trace here soon. Matt McCarthy, if you can too. find it, 
Yeah. <laughs> Matt McCarthy, shout out to him, said uh, 5, 12, and 2, which is uh, Weller's, uh, Blanton's, and the Pappy. So he's got expensive yeah. taste. Mm-hmm. And then Juan, 1, 12, and 15. I, I pegged him for an early times guy, but so he said Wood, Woodford Reserve, <laughs> Pappy, and uh, Maker's Mark. So. Thank you for for participating. We're going to continue. We're going to continue to try to, to uh, uh, have more Engage. and more social social medias um, like that. So, I don't know. I think it's time for a drink. You want to? I, th- I think you went first last week. I can go uh, first. You, or, yeah, I did. You went I first did actually. So I'll let you so go I'll, first then. As usual, today's bourbon tasting brought to you by Beard Octane, makers of great. Beard products. If you, uh, I trim my beard, David. I don't know if I told you that, but it's it's trimmed. Yeah. Uh, I'm using. I'm actually in my hand. I have uh, my apple pie beard balm. It comes in a generous portion. They sell all all that you need to care for your beard, whether it's balm, oil, uh, a a brush, a comb, all that stuff. Body wash. It's a man's product. You can go to beardoctane.com on any order. Enter promo code beers and beards10. Save 10% off and still any order over $75 free shipping in uh, the continental United States. So that being said, number four on the list. And there's a couple. uh, Brandon Campbell. He picked number four. Elijah Craig. Now, I can't find a... uh, let me look here. I got the bottom. You know, you know what I love. Right here, right here, everybody. <laughs> Popping that open. That's live. Uh, this is that's that is live. Fact. Elijah Craig is credited as being one of the fathers of bourbon. Um, and there's different stories. You know, uh, I think Elijah was the preacher who ended up creating the uh, the bourbon empire. 94 proof, which is a little higher than what I usually enjoy. Um, but it's made with true, and this is small batch. So what, what small batch means, and this, you know, we, we talked about in earlier episodes of the, the documentary, Neat. Small batch bourbon became a marketing ploy, basically, to reinvigorate the bourbon industry in like the early 90s. Um, it was something different. It made it feel more exclusive. Um, and some people were like, I know Jim Beam was reluctant to, to get into like the small pat, small batch, uh, single barrel game. But when you hear small batch, single barrel, that's the, you know, more exclusive or more limited edition, uh, small batch means exactly what you think it is. It's a smaller batch of bourbon. Where they pick um, up the the good ones, or that's the single barrel, right? Where they pick the the honey barrels. I guess I don't know. It's a similar similar idea. This uh, you can find on the Bourbon Trail, I believe. Uh, Tim Bardstown distilled and bottled Elijah Craig Distillery. One more time, one more time. This just this makes me <laughs> so happy. Which is oh, a heaven heaven hell, right? Heaven hell uh, product. Yeah, Heaven Hell Distilleries, according to Wikipedia. But the bottle says Elijah Craig Distillery Company. <laughs> Same thing. I'm going one finger. 
And that, we explained the finger thing, didn't we? Like yeah. You put your fingers around the glass, and that's how, if you're really into bourbon, you go three fingers. If, I'm, if I was going to sit and sip on it, I'd go three fingers and just let it be neat. I've been using the same glass cup. I wash it, but it's the same little glass cup. So the nose is a lot like last week. It's not strong. It's not like overpowering. You don't get, I say that, but I huff a lot of uh, hand sanitizer these days. <laughs> you don't get it's a lot. It's a lot tamer than hand sanitizer, but you definitely get, you know, that little slight burn on your nostrils and to be a higher proof, it doesn't, like the the stone hammer, you could just tell it was going to be nasty. <laughs> like you got the burning your nostrils. Yeah. And I don't know if everybody enjoyed the little clip we put out of me saying that that wasn't a very good bourbon. <laughs> but, Not all bourbons all right. are good bourbons, right? Mm-mm. Here we go. All right. So. Initially, you can tell this is a higher proof bourbon, for me at least. It gives you that instant, like, bite. You know, like, you like some bourbons you don't feel until the finish. This, I felt all over my tongue. The finish was spicy. So, it, it gives you that little burn going all the way down. I, if I was going to drink this on the regular, I would probably put water in it. Or at least maybe some ice. Um, not bad. It's I can't. I don't. I don't want to dismiss it because I knew going into it. I'm. I, you know. I like the eighty proof. Yeah, lower stuff. The tamer. Um, let me smell it again. Yeah. I mean, you can. It's definitely stronger on the finish than it is on the nose. You really wouldn't know on the nose that it's going to be as strong as it is. I, disclaimer, I will probably never try Wild Turkey 101 on this podcast <laughs> unless they give it to me for free. But I, I know it's not fair because I know I'm not going to like it. I know. I'll do Knob Creek, but once again, I don't like I don't like the higher. Higher ABV stuff. That'll be interesting trying the, uh, when, we get, when we get some of the new riff, see what the. Yes. And it's a four-year-old bourbon. It's not had the luxury of. Uh, getting that char taste, so it's going to be strong because it's just, it's not aged that well. It's not aged as long as in that barrel, so you're not yeah. going to get a lot of the the. I don't even know if the caramelization is the same on four year. Looking at the stone hammer, it's well, and it just going back to the Elijah Craig. It says that this is a great bourbon for an old fashioned. When we do our, see, I don't know. I, I feel like I want to do a Maker's Mark old fashioned. Which when we is do funny. our cocktails. Which I think next week is going to be cocktail week. Mm-hmm. I found some great, and I went, uh, not to change the subject, but found some great beer cocktails, which is not something I typically do, but I found some that sound at least delicious. So we'll, we'll get back to that. But I think I'm actually. Uh, spoiler alert here gonna find gonna do a beer and bourbon cocktail so my my cocktail Ooh, will have bourbon yeah. and beer in it um i'm excited so about yeah it. it's, it's also one of my all-time favorite beers too that i that this one specifically uh calls for so 
Elijah Craig is an award-winning bourbon. It doesn't win any awards here just simply because of my weak palate. Uh, <laughs> but they've been using the same method for over 200 years, local corn and grains. You know, it's just a, it is a staple. It made the top 15 list, you know, of people, what you would keep and not. Um, but to be honest, to, to close this out, I would not drink it on the regular. So I'd, let, I'd, get, I know you, I'd make you people said, drinks uh, with it. <laughs> you said, so what, what, uh, what's like the price range for this? I think this bottle was $24 for 750 milliliters. Which is on the kind of lower end for, mm-hmm. um, for some of the, let's see. I like to see just what it's selling for online. It's going for, uh, yeah. Mid twenty dollar price point, um, and and when you read this breakingbourbon dot com small batch review, it just talks about that they've said um, that like Four Roses small batch raised their price, and so it's it's nice that Elijah Craig has stayed at this price point for as long as they've been able to. Um, Buffalo oh, Trace four and Four Roses both said goodbye to their twenty dollars price point some time ago, um, and this is one of the few, you know, twenty dollars range bourbons that are still out there. So we talked, and I the one that I I like a lot, um, which we'll have to get at some point is Larceny, which I think is like mm-hmm. twenty seven bucks. Um, I think it's one of the more underrated. Like it's not one that you. It's available everywhere, but no one ever talks about it, which is funny. So, yeah. Um, but we'll we'll get that on the on the show here uh, at some point. So it's my turn. It's your uh, turn, man. The beer, the beer time of the of the show. Uh, beer tasting is brought to you by Audible. AudibleTrial.com forward slash beers and beards. Get yourself a free audiobook and a thirty day free trial. Uh, and I I think I talked a little bit about how much I love audiobooks last week. This week, uh, the book recommendation is North by Scott Jurek and his wife, Jenny Jurek. And this was a book. I like to listen to books, audiobooks when I run, when I hike, when I'm outside walking, things like that. It's actually a book about uh, Scott Jurek is a probably the most famous uh, trail runner uh, and ultra marathoner and and maybe uh, definitely in the U.S., but uh, the book is Finding My Way While Running the Appalachian Trail, his 46-day run to break the speed record for the Appalachian Trail. And this dude is crazy because most people that run the Appalachian Trail go north to south. He went south to north, the opposite, just to be contrarian. Um, you do, I think that the uh, idea is the north part, in, which I think is in Maine, is a little bit harder. So a lot of people get that part done first when they're trying to you know hike the whole Appalachian Trail he saved that to the, to the last part um, which is crazy but it's a great book um, it's also great because um, it you get to see the the interplay between he and his wife the uh, the incredible uh, support that she has for for him as a as an ultra marathoner so really great book um, recommend so you can get that book or any book that you want at audibletrial.com forward slash beers and beards. 
And this week's beer, this is our first Kentucky beer on the show uh, from Braxton Woo-hoo! Brewing. <laughs> Braxton Brewing Company in North Northern Kentucky. They are based out of Covington, but this beer specifically comes from their barrel house, which is in, uh, I always get it wrong, Fort Mitchell, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's Fort Mitchell, Fort Thomas. Yeah, it's in Fort Mitchell. Yeah. So this beer is a bourbon barrel aged Kentucky mule. So it is a cream ale with fresh ginger, cinnamon, vanilla, and lime. And it is, again, bourbon barrel aged. Um, basically, it's a, a beer version of a Kentucky mule, which is a version of a Moscow mule. So mm-hmm. a Kentucky mule is basically a Moscow mule with bourbon instead of, uh, instead of vodka. Um, so you get your ginger beer, a little bit of cinnamon, a little bit of vanilla in this one, and then top it off with a lime. Um, and this beer, eight and a half percent, um, 17 IBU. So it's not crazy on the, on the IBUs. Um, but this one is specifically from their, from their barrel house, which is their, barrel aging wing uh, that they opened up last year, which is absolutely gorgeous. Um, I went there last year in November. If you check out brewery adventures on Instagram, I've got some pictures from, uh, we went there after a couple weeks after they opened. Um, and it was just an absolutely gorgeous place. It's actually an old grocery store. Um, it's an old Remke. Uh, but this week drinking the, the Kentucky mule. So I'm going to have a sip here. You're not as cool because you're not cracking the can open. Yeah. Well, it's actually a bottle. Oh, okay. <laughs> so this is, and one of the things that uh, drove me to this, and and uh, I like beers that are have kind of un- unique packaging. So this is a 500 milliliter bottle. Um, so it's about, I don't know, 18 ounces or something like that. But uh, this beer is surprisingly light. For, I mean, you see bourbon barrel aged beer, you think a big, dark, heavy beer most of the time. Yeah, big, thick boy. Yeah, this one is, and you don't see a lot of barrel aged cream ales, which is a style that I'm getting more and more into. I mean, I won't say exactly why yet because it's a, it's a surprise for someone who may or may not be listening, but um, getting more and more into cream ales. And you don't see a lot of the cream ales, bourbon barrel aged. Um, but this one is nice. It's super smooth. Um, you would not know that this is an eight and a half percent beer by drinking it. Um, but it's also got it's super gingery on the scent. Like it's like I like I like a, a Moscow Mule or or a Kentucky Mule, but the ginger, just the the scent of ginger sometimes can be overpowering, especially if you use like a strong uh, ginger beer. But it's not, it's definitely got ginger, but not overpowering. And I get um, a lot of the like light body with, with definitely some ginger. And I think that the vanilla just is what smooths it out. Um, And then you get a little bit, a little hit of lime and cinnamon on the back end of it. So Hmm. really, really unique beer. Um, This was a. I think it was 10 bucks for a 500 milliliter bottle. So a little on the, on the high end, um, you know, for a beer, but this was one that I, I figured, I think that you would like this. I don't get a ton of, of the barrel. Um, 
you get a little a little hint of the oakiness, but it's not a crazy amount. And I wanted to see. Um, my guess is they didn't necessarily have this in a barrel for a super long time, just because um, if it's a cream ale, cream ale is going to take on. It's so light that it's going to take on that. You know, you don't want to overdo it with the barrel. Um, yeah, it could really. It, yeah, <laughs> it'll fill right in. Yeah. Um, but a, a really light beer. And I will say like, you know, I usually shy away from the barrel age stuff in the summer and it's 90 some odd degrees um, out here in Ohio. And I'm sure it's just as warm in Kentucky. So, but this is a, a barrel aged beer that I would drink in the summer. And that's that, that vanilla and that lime that just make it really refreshing um, and, and a lot lighter than what I would have expected. So Yeah, I've been sipping on it actually for, for a little while. <laughs> um, and, and when I got it out of the fridge, it was super cold. Um, and it has maintained the, uh, it's, it's so refreshing, even though it's, it's warmed up a little bit. It's been, you know, what, 45 or so minutes here that it's been out mm-hmm. of the fridge. It, so it's, it's definitely warmed up a little bit, but maintains that, that refreshing quality. And uh, I'm really enjoying it. At eight percent, it will get you drunk. Definitely, you know i i uh, I have been, you know, especially in this again in the summer, more toward the the lighter beers. But um, this is one that, man, if I want to just sit and sip something and and enjoy myself and have something a little bit a little nicer, where I'm not, you know, planning on pounding beers, then this is one that I would definitely uh, pick up again to enjoy there you have it the bourbon and beer selections of the week you can go to mmamckinney.com he's got every beer and bourbon that we've sampled on this podcast listed there as well as all of his travelings to the breweries of cincinnati and stuff all over the place Uh, one thing i'm jealous again i don't i can't I should just be happy for it, David. <laughs> he has a limited edition Beers and Beards t-shirt. Yes. Not How'd limited. You about that? The edition is one of one. <laughs> so It's basically priceless. So yeah. if there's a super fan out there, shoot us an offer. If you want to trade some uh, Pappy 25 year for uh, <laughs> an official Beers and Beards t-shirt. So, yeah. I'll sign it. So I wake up on Saturday morning, uh, you know, I w- went to the pool on Friday, turned off my phone completely, uh, you know, no, you know, no contact, anything like that. So I wake up on Saturday, first find out that I won, uh, well, even before I found out that I won the, the raffle, you know, go outside, sit on my front porch, drink some coffee, reading a book. And I go and I check the mail. I'm like, oh, it, it was actually the 4th of July. I'm like, oh. I forgot to check the mail yesterday. Go and there's a package in there for me. And I open it up and it's a, a t-shirt and it's red and white. And it has our logo on it. And it says, enjoy. I hope you, I thought you would need a t-shirt for, uh, for the podcast. So it's perfect. I wore it on the 4th of July with some blue shorts, so red, white, and blue. I was incredibly patriotic. Um, but Misty from Lamb Designs, which is actually my wife's aunt, uh, made it for me. 
Um, and she's been doing a, a bunch of awesome stuff. We have now multiple things from her. So we have some beer glasses, which are, which has the name of my home brewery, which is tiny house brewing. Maybe we'll talk about the story behind that at one, at some point. <laughs> um, I will, I, yeah, I won't spoil it. <laughs> yeah. So tiny house brewing, uh, beer glasses, uh, my father-in-law, has uh, his he has some beer glasses too. His his home brewery is called Saunders Train Room uh, Brewery, and uh, we also have a, an awesome I I don't know what you would call it, but she gave it to us for a wedding. Um, it's like a plaque almost that says the McKinney's um, established twenty nineteen. Uh, David and Angie. She also can do she can do t shirts, decals, can koozies, and any household items. Uh, check her out, Lamb Designs LLC. I think her website is lambdesignsllc.com. Tell Misty that David sent you, and I'm sure she'll definitely take care of you. She does some awesome, awesome stuff, awesome designs. So, again, this was completely out of the blue. Was not uh, was not planned or anything like that. I was incredibly surprised, uh, and it was it's just awesome to uh, to have a family that you know is super supportive, and and it's it it's those little things where you, you know, where people, you know, show that they're, they're taking notice of, of what you're doing. Uh, that, that really is, uh, is pretty cool. So thank you very much to Misty and also to John, uh, and go check out if you need anything custom made, custom designed, I want to get some stickers done, some beers and beards stickers. So maybe I'll have her make us some stickers too. uh, lamb designs, LLC. That's L A M designs llc so check it check it out also check out our instagram too i got a picture of me uh drinking a beer which was uh it's uh, from taft's uh double gavel banger double ipa that's one of the most american beers uh and the can is red white and blue so i was super patriotic on the fourth if that doesn't say america i don't know what does not to throw anybody under the bus um but prior to David receiving his custom shirt, somebody, one of our friends, asked us our shirt sizes, was going to hook us up. Yeah. So happened shortly thereafter, his whole Facebook gets taken down. <laughs> he, he may have been supporting. He may- this was the point in the broadcast where our internet went down. So, as you know, David and I aren't always together in the same room. Just want to thank everybody for listening this week. Check out audiblefile.com forward slash beers and beards. Get your free audio book, 30 free days of their service, as well as checking out beardoctane.com, $75 off, or I'm sorry, free shipping, $75 purchase in the continental United States and 10% off using beards. Nope. Beers and beards 10. So yeah, be sure you check out all of our social media. They're easy to follow till next week. Enjoy.